Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. The importance of ESG factors has been accelerated by the COVID-19 pandemic, with ESG analysis becoming an increasingly important part of the investment process. And many believe ESG issues are likely to remain critical and essential to resilience and long-term recovery for businesses. And joining us today to tell us more about ESG issues and the current ESG trends is Mary Jane McQuillan. Portfolio Manager and Head of ESG at ClearBridge Investments. Mary Jane, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> so what are some trends you're seeing in the current market in terms of ESG? What's interesting with the word trends, you might think that it's like during a transition period, mm-hmm. but these ESG trends are actually very long-term in nature. So some of the things that we've been seeing more uh, recently is a much bigger focus on climate, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, with COP27 mm-hmm. that just took place, and the increasing awareness of the frequency and intensity of natural disasters mm-hmm. that are taking place around the world. So, from an environmental standpoint, uh, climate is definitely one of the top trends right okay. now. Another is um, executive compensation. So, for companies, particularly in the U.S., there has been more um, pressure or emphasis by investors that. CEOs should not just be measured on the performance of the company, but also in terms of ESG criteria. Mm-hmm. Has the CEO met go- uh, goals related to um, labor, uh, goals related to human rights, related mm-hmm. to climate, related to safety, uh, related to diversity and inclusion? And if so, that's um, become a part of their compensation, which is kind mm-hmm. of interesting to see that they're getting measured on something that they typically thought uh, was not easy to, to right. measure. Right. And with this rise in ESG issues like climate, has it changed the habits of investors? I think investors are a lot more aware today Mm -hmm. than they were before on how societal issues are very difficult to separate from investment issues. Mm -hmm. So as they think about their long-term investments and their appetite or tolerance for risk and what they want in terms of uh, performance, Mm -hmm. they are now thinking much more about what are the environmental impacts, the social impacts, Mm -hmm. and the governance impacts of our their investments that they're making today. And when it comes to investing in a company, what key features relating to ESG policies should investors be looking for? So companies um, today are not just about making profits. Mm. Um, They are, particularly the CEOs, are very focused on how to attract new investors, how to retain investors. And um, one way they think about it is uh, the policies that they disclose on their website. So those those policies can be related to um, talent retention. Mm-hmm. So every company needs great talent. Mm-hmm. And getting that talent is very much about the benefits and about the pay and about the overall culture. In the U.S., when they survey um, young people who are coming out of school, they say, what would you like to look for in your next job? Mm-hmm. They want to be proud of the company they right. work for, and they want to feel appreciated and that they're contributing to the sustainability of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, other policies would be related to climate, of course, how the companies are addressing climate, how the companies are addressing human rights. Um, 
also in the U.S. around political spending and transparency. What is the policy? How much are they going to contribute to uh, the politicians? And um, the amount of transparency that's being requested, particularly mm-hmm. now during midterm elections, and we're going two years going to have a new president, um, or maybe a re-elected president, um, that's something that's very much on the minds right, of right. investors. It seems like transparency is yes, super important. Absolutely. And you know, greenwashing has also been a major concern. How can investors look out for firms that are you know, potentially greenwashing? Sure. So I've been in um, ESG investing as a practitioner uh, mm-hmm. for over 25 years. Mm-hmm. And when I see how ESG has been practiced for the past decades and today, how the uptick of interest in ESG funds has uh, exponentially grown. So for investors, it can be a little bit difficult and confusing because there are a lot of funds that say similar things, Mm -hmm. have similar goals. So how do you know the difference? How can you differentiate? One is look at the experience of the management team. Mm. So who is managing the fund? If there are portfolio Mm -hmm. managers, how long have they been managing the fund? How long have they been managing ESG portfolios? The infrastructure of the firm they work for. So our parent company is our company is uh, Clearbridge Investments, but our parent company is Franklin Templeton. So to the extent that our company and our parent company have an infrastructure, meaning that their research capabilities, resources, data, um, technology are all important in terms of the infrastructure, pay and incentives. Um, for us, uh, all of our analysts mm-hmm. are fundamental analysts and ESG specialists. So as part of their incentive compensation, we pay them on their um, success and performance around understanding the ESG issues mm-hmm. for their sector. So they get measured on how well uh, they understand the issues. And um, track record. Mm-hmm. Is the track record two years old or is it 20 years old? That's a big difference mm-hmm. where if a manager is managing an ESG fund through the ups and the downs, the great financial crisis, through COVID, or is it only in the past year or two years? So the experience, that relates back to the experience and the track record. Performance. So ESG investing is not just about feeling good. It's very much an investment approach. Mm-hmm. So you would expect that, at least in the States, they expect the performance to be as mm-hmm. strong as traditional investments for ESG. So it seems like there's a lot of things that goes into just, it's not just about an ESG policy the company says. Or it's label. A, yeah, it's just, there's so much structural. The process. Policy. Yes, yes. exactly. So yeah. what should companies, on the other hand, know when it comes to supporting ESG policy? policies to make their companies more attractive in the current market. So to the extent that senior management, such as the CEO or the CFO, is out to talking to investors Mm -hmm. about what their sustainability strategy is. It doesn't really help investors if they don't know what senior management is thinking about sustainability Mm -hmm. or ESG policies. So that goes back to the idea of transparency. Mm -hmm. The more the management teams and investor relations, for many investors like us and others, uh, investor relations is their first point of contact. So to the extent that investor relations or senior management can communicate to the investing um, community uh, what they think about sustainability and ESG Mm -hmm. and how it ties back to how they run the operations of their business and um, the just transparency on their website for example for individual investors looking at the website, seeing what information the company discloses, Mm -hmm. and understanding why sustainability is important to the business. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, okay. And 2050 also marks a key milestone in the pursuit of net zero. So, what can investors do, you know, to help companies achieve net zero as well? Can investors actually play a role in this? So, institutional investors like asset managers, so、uh, like our firm,、uh, we are members of the Net Zero Asset Managers、mm-hmm. Initiative, and this is a global initiative where the asset managers have agreed to sign on to say by 2050, 100% of our assets under management、mm-hmm. will meet net zero,、okay. meaning that we will work with our companies that、mm-hmm. are in our portfolios because we only manage public equities, but work with our companies to get them on a decarbonization path. Pathway.、Mm-hmm. So between now and 2050, we have committed, as well as all the other signatories of the Net Zero Asset Managers Initiative,、mm-hmm. to get our portfolio companies to transition toward net zero.、Mm-hmm. Okay. And、um, for individual investors. They can work with their managers. So、mm-hmm. if you're investing in a fund and the manager is committed to net zeros, you are indirectly supporting that through your fund.、Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, how do you see, you know, ESG? I feel like ESG is already shaping markets now. But how do you see it、um, help shape markets and investing trends in the future? What we're seeing in the U.S. as well as around the world, because we have clients from around the world,、uh, is that young people,、mm-hmm. particularly the millennials and the generation after. Are very focused on sustainability,、okay. and you can understand why because it's their future、yeah. regarding climate risk. They are going to have to live live with the natural disasters.、Mm-hmm. They are going to be working for these companies down the road when they graduate school. So,、um, what we're seeing is young people are really driving a lot of the awareness, the excitement.、Mm-hmm. And the expectations around what sustainable investing means.、Mm-hmm. So, for going forward, we expect that、um, a lot of these young people we're also seeing in the universities. So, it's not just in the workplace;、mm-hmm. it's also in the academic arena that they are focused on sustainability, and that is going to drive their the future employers, the future CEOs, these young people, and、uh, that's going to drive a lot of the awareness with the change,、mm-hmm. and that's really important. So, today, investors are not just looking for ESG investments. That perform well, that they're investing in good companies,、mm-hmm. but they want to see change.、Mm. So you spoke about how young young people are more into these ESG issues. Do you have any advice for any young investors starting investing and wanting to see all these ESG policies in these companies? Sure. So we notice that young people are particularly good with technology,、mm-hmm. and they're very good at research、right. on the internet. <laughs> so this is why investors like ourselves. Push our companies to disclose more on、uh, the internet, as well as、um, regulations are coming through around the world to increase disclosure of the managers、mm-hmm. of the funds. So young people can look at companies that they're if they are investing with a manager or they want to invest their own. They can see a lot of the information on the company website, but. They can also know that the regulators are having the fund managers disclose a lot more、mm-hmm. about their process, their goals, and、um, everything to do with the fund.、Mm-hmm. So that helps for、uh, the younger next generation of investors to get a lot more information、mm-hmm. than in the past.、Mm-hmm. But they can also talk to each other and talk、yeah. to、uh, the fund managers、mm-hmm. and ask questions. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Mary Jane, for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking. With Mary Jane McQuillan, portfolio manager and head of ESG at Clearbridge Investments. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O.
Available on Google Play or the App Store.